Welcome to this episode of The Chatterbox. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, with me, the very lovely, the very talented... Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. I know, what an introduction. So welcome to episode, I Need More Champagne. Oh, I like this episode. I like this episode already. Cheers to you, Suzanne, and everybody out there. Yes, cheers to us all. Let's drink now. Glug, glug, glug. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Didn't we have a sound effect for that? Uh, We might, but I actually don't have a bottle open right now. Oh, come on. This is the one time that you talk about boozing it up and you don't have your bottle right next to you. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. I'm making her sound like a lush. I, I am. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, I talk a much better game than I drink. I think it's... you do, too. Um, but anyway, cheers to everyone and welcome, everybody. I hope you're having a good night tonight. And so what are we talking about today? We are talking about musician financials today. I know we actually mentioned this a couple podcasts ago, and I thought it was a really great idea because, as you know, I am living the dream. Yes, you are. I am. And tell everybody why you're living the dream. I left the day job. That is true. Um, So I I speak from experience, actually, on this. Um, I have left my day job. Um, And so I speak from experience uh, as far as, like, how to do this somewhat successfully. I mean, there have been a few little potholes in the way. Uh, you know, only one of them was like a moon-sized crater, but most of them were very, very manageable potholes. Uh, so this is what I have found Long to kaplunk. work. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> this is what uh, what I found to work and, and some tips and tricks for those of you trying to ditch the day job. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of musicians... And our friends out there that would like to hear very much what you've got in store for ditching the day job. Maybe they're not even doing music. Maybe they just want to ditch it for other reasons. So let's let's get into it. All right. So the first thing, I mean, we all have bills to pay. I am no different from you, uh, is no different from Madonna, is no different from Lady Gaga, is no different from Metallica. Everyone has bills to pay. Well, this is true, and they just happen to have maybe a lot more of them to pay, but... They they actually do, actually. Um, I, I've actually had... No, I'm, I'm going to divert, diverge, divulge, digress. There we go. There's a good word. I'm going to digress for a moment. Um, I've actually had, and I know, Liz, you know the backstory on this, but I'm not I'm not really at liberty to, to blab the entire backstory. Uh, but I've had actually a couple of years worth of uh emails going back and forth with his manager actually and um you know i I never asked anything specific but in the course of what we were trying to get get going um 
I learned a lot about the financials of touring, of band versus solo artist, of, <laughs> you know, there's there they've actually got a lot more to pay than you or I would have to pay at this point. So mm. the first thing that you really, really want to do is get a hardcore account of every penny you have to pay out in a month. And that is down to food, entertainment, gas, your recurring monthly bills, obviously phone, mortgage or rent, uh, all of your recurring stuff. Obviously you want to hit that, but you know, things you don't think about like, Hey, I like to go hang out at the deli and have a couple rum and Cokes and some, and some greasy fried food. Um, well, doesn't everybody? Well, yeah, they should. Cause it's delicious and it's rum and Coke. <laughs> I, you know, rum and Coke ha happens to be probably my most favorite drink. Well, then you'll have to come out to my deli. I didn't realize you had a deli. We have a deli. All yes, right. ladies and gentlemen, there is a deli in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Just one. That's it. Just one. Well, only one that Let's serves liquor that I know of. <laughs> oh my goodness. So so you want a, a hardcore accounting of absolutely everything you pay and right down to, hey, I go to the chiropractor once a week. I, you know, I put this money away to go out for my fun time on Fridays and I do, you know, I do this and I do that and I do the other. You want to make sure you know exactly how much you have to pay out. Wait a minute. There's fun time on Friday? There is fun time on Friday. That's included in the expense account? It is. It is absolutely included in the expense account. You know why it's included in the well, expense account? Well, then I better account? make mine a really good night then. <laughs> I know, right? You know, you know, you know why it's included in the expense account? Because hmm, here's, what's, <laughs> here's what's going to happen if you don't include that, that fun money in the expense account. Um, we won't have any fun? <laughs> well, no, what's going to happen is you're going to be like, oh, man, my friends are going out Friday. Oh man, I don't have any money. Um, well, I can, I can, I can use fifty bucks out of my rent, and then I'll make it up next week, and and then you end up spiraling down the wrong path. You'll borrow from Peter to pay Paul, right? Mm. So that's what's that's what's going to end up happening, and I know because I've been in that situation once or twice a week for the past forty something years. So there's that. <laughs> a girl coming with experience. Yes, I have experience. Um, Shirley, you're not serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You know, I just love that movie. I can't help it. I love that movie, too. I know. So make sure you know exactly what goes out every month. And that may mean saving your receipts for a week, you know, for a month or two or three or four. So you have a better idea of how much it is. Um, and... So that you can keep, I keep everything, of course, on a spreadsheet, a very colorful spreadsheet, but a spreadsheet nonetheless, so that I have a reference, um, you know, as to what I need to pay out and when. So that's the first thing you need to do. The second thing you need to do is I actually scrimped and saved for about a year and a half or so. I saved up about three months worth of bill money. Uh, before I, I took the plunge. So you want to make sure. You, and that, that's pretty daring. I mean, just completely quitting your day job is, is a very, very brave thing to do. 
Um, well, as I mean, I'm sure you've been told by many people. Um, well, there are some people that said brave. There are other people that had other words for it. Some of which questioned my reality, sanity, and or intelligence. So. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, I mean, this is going to be something that a lot of people are going to have a hard time really, you know, climbing into this skin mm-hmm. of someone just quitting their day job and pursuing rainbows and unicorns. That's right. And I'll tell you what, since I've been chasing rainbows and unicorns, most everyone has noticed that I've just been a heck of a lot happier. You have definitely been a lot happier. I've noticed that as well. And and, and you're... no one thought that was possible because I was pretty darn happy before this. <laughs> really? No, I wasn't. I was a miserable little... Uh... <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> yes. Uh, do we have enough bleeps <laughs> to cover? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Um... Listen, we all know what's in Suzanne's head, and there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, butterflies come out, there's a lot of clutter, there's dust, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. I did try sticking a a vacuum up to my ears once. The vacuum clogged and burned out. It was ugly. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It was ugly. Let's never go there again. Let's never do that. I don't know why I get this image of you just busting open someone's door and throwing dirt in there. You salesman, you. I have no idea. It's brain dirt. It's better than the regular dirt. Um, So make sure you have some sort of saving, some sort of safety net. Now, the other thing that I did is I got everything lined up in order. Try and have everything covered as much as I could possibly have covered before I quit. So, you know, I made sure I lined up the... You know, the car, the insurance, I had everything lined up and taken care of uh, as much as I could before that, because I knew at some point I was going to hit a, a bit of a of a downtrend, you know, kind of between projects, between stuff happening. And you have to really prepare yourself for for a minimalist attitude or or even better than minimalist, um, almost like a financial diet, you know. That's a really good way to put it. You know, at some point, you're going to look at that and go, you know, until the vibrant course kicks up again, or until, you know, I start making some record sales, or until, you know, I get another licensing opportunity, whatever it is that you're going for, you want to adopt a minimalist attitude so that you can survive those times where things get a little bit uncomfortable. And I mean, I've, I've hit a couple of those times and started getting a little down, but because I know that I'm on the right path and I know that I'm on the right track and I know I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing, you know, it really doesn't last that long. And as long as you are prepared to say, Hey, you know, there's going to be a month or two or, or whatever that I'm not going to be hitting the deli every Friday, you're going to be all right. So you want to kind of like I've done with my little eight by 10 space here where I don't have anything in here that I don't absolutely need. You want to do that with your financials. You want to make sure you're not paying out anything you don't absolutely need. And now for a brief pause while we hear a word from our sponsors. 
How many times has this happened to you? You're playing some fantastic guitar licks. And oh no, you've broken a string. But you don't want to break open an entire pack of new guitar strings, right? Right! Now you can come on down to Brian's Single Guitar String Emporium and buy that single guitar string that you need. We've got Daddario, we've got Ernie Ball, we've even got those crazy ones that are gold and pink and everything. Come on down to Brian's Single Guitar String Emporium, right? Right! We've got E strings, we've got B strings, and if you need a G string, <laughs> we might be able to help. Don't buy an entire pack of strings, right? Right! Come on down to Brian's Single Guitar String Emporium today, and if you're within 200 miles of Dubuque, Iowa, we will deliver that single guitar string straight to you. If you need a whole pack, go somewhere else. But if you need a single guitar string, come to Brian's Single Guitar String Emporium today. And now, back to our program. It brings me to ask you this question, which I'm sure there's probably other people thinking. No, I didn't do it. I wasn't even there that night. (laughs) Well, here's my question to you. So you have very courageously taken the plunge and you've quit your day job. I have. And I guess what I'm wondering is, so you were planning this all along to get on this path of Mm -hmm. pursuing music and making your living at music 100%. Yes. Right. But I guess I'm wondering, you know, with the album not out yet Mm -hmm. and the vibrant chords program which by the way you guys check it out at suzannedecree.com it's a really cool program for people that want to learn guitar with great visuals and Suzanne really is an excellent instructor so why please help us to share that for her Um, thank you very much you're welcome and I guess my question is so you haven't you know you didn't the album isn't launched yet Mm mm-hmm the the chord package is just being launched so I think it's really interesting that you chose this time in your in your life in your career in your path to make this big jump as opposed to maybe like you know putting the stuff out first and then sort of kind of trying to get it to run you know to get on on some kind of 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 tracking do you know what I mean and then taking the leap I do know what you mean. And there were several reasons for that decision. The first reason for that decision is that, and you know this, um, I was having, uh, in my day job. Now, I've said a million times before, I say a million times again, Safe Light hires some of the most wonderful people you'll ever meet. I'm still friends with almost all of them. You know, because I've made some really great lifelong friends at Safe Light, and that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. That being said, I am not a corporate America kind of gal. If something is broken, I need to know that I can fix that something. And that doesn't happen in corporate America. There were ideas that I gave Safe Light three and a half, four years ago almost at this point. And they were just beginning to implement them when I was leaving in December. 
So Well, I mean, it's a whole different animal and it's very difficult to change something in corporate America. It I mean, is. I know exactly what you're saying. It's not that easy to just say, hey, you know, let's try this. And then everybody just kind of hops on board and, you know, everybody just does it. I mean, it usually doesn't happen that way. But I am fascinated by the timing of which, you know, you ended well, up doing this. And listen, I'm not saying there's any right or wrong here because I've never done this before. So well, I'm just curious as to well, the timing the, the, of how you did so the, it. So the one problem was... Um, as the, the job that I was in uh, as, as a dispatcher was extremely stressful. Um, you know, just as you were saying, there was no right or wrong answer. Most days I came home, I felt like there was no right answer. Like no matter what I had done, no matter what I had covered, no matter how much work that I had done, no matter how much I had juggled things to get things done, it was just never enough. So I was coming home completely fried. Um, as you well know, I was getting up at four 30 in the morning. I, yes, was, I know all too well. I know. And you kept hanging up on me, darn it. Well, you know, I mean, well, actually, if you want to know the truth, I had it on airplane mode. <laughs> so. Oh, then who was I calling that kept hanging up on me? It must've been somebody else's phone. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. Interesting. Uh, there's somebody but, still on the other line saying hello, hello, hello. hello. Can you hear me now? <laughs> so, uh, so I, as you know, I was getting up at four thirty in the morning. I was doing several hours of work on my stuff on the Vibrant Chord course in particular uh, before I went to my day job. When I came home from my day job at four or five or you know six o'clock at night, sometimes even later. Um, I was practicing my guitar for two or three hours. So I was doing 16 hour days almost. You were definitely putting in a lot of time before and after mm -hmm. work, which is, you know, it's, it's a lot of time to put into just, you know, one day in general. I mean, there's, you, you need time to rest and I don't think you were getting any of that. So I can imagine how stressed you were with everything that you were mm -hmm. doing and I think it's important for people to know also that, uh, you know, so your financial situation today, let's, let's fast forward a little bit. And so you've left the job, mm -hmm. you are, and, and so what's, what's happening in, in Suzanne's world today? So in Suzanne's world today, um, you know, which actually brings me to one of my other points, one of the other points that I wanted to make about this, this uh, whole conversation is be open to opportunities. Um, before I left Safelight, I registered with a couple of agencies, a couple of temp agencies, employment agencies, that sort of thing. And I said, you know, this is this is what I'm looking at. I'm thinking I'm working till the end of the year. I'm not really sure, but I want to get my feet back into it just in case I need something, just in case I need to eh, just in case I need a couple extra bucks at some point. You know, that's a great way to make some extra money where you don't have to commit to something long term and mm -hmm. you can just kind of, you know, pick and choose your own hours and how many days you're going to work. And I mean, I know some of these schedules are a little bit set with, you know, sometimes they want you for a, a couple of months, but it's nothing long term and you can really 
have the flexibility, I think, that you're looking for where you didn't have that before. I did not have that before. I tried to get that before. And there was always, you know, it's it's corporate America. There's always one guy kicking up his heels going, no, I don't want to go with that program. And that kind of ruins it for everyone else, even though everyone else is on board with that program. Um, but uh, enter uh, Becca. Becca Mazur and the wonderful team at K-Force. So if anybody in, in the Pittsburgh area is looking for some looking for some work, go check out K-Force. Um, definitely, definitely worth the time. Uh, hooked me up with a lovely company about 12 minutes down the road from me uh, called PLS. And both of them have been wonderful. So I'm not making that much money. I'm not making near what I was making before at Safelight, but that's okay because I get to basically name my own hours. Um, so, you know, I get to go in from seven to three. So I'm not doing any work at all in the morning before I go, but I have more time in the afternoon uh, to get some stuff done and, you know, better time in the afternoon because I'm not getting up ridiculously early, you know, working my butt off, then going to work, working my butt off some more, and then coming home and trying to squeeze in some guitar practice for the last few hours of the day. Um, so it's a much more relaxed atmosphere. The job itself is, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's brainless. It's straight data entry. So it's yeah, but this is something not that you taking, also went towards. I mean, right? Because it's, it's not taking any of my creative resources. I can still come home and write, and I can still come home and play, and um, it gives me that time. You know, that those couple of extra hours in the afternoon while everybody else is still at work gives me that time to chat with Dana and line up. You know, what we're doing next to get the vibrant chord course out, and it gives me time to chat with. Um, you know, with my producer about how we're going to set up stuff for the, uh, for the album. It gives me all that time and all that flexibility to make those phone calls when other people are doing regular working hours, which is great. So I can actually come home, you know, chill out, make a couple of phone calls, grab some dinner. And then I've got a couple of really good hours in the evening that I can write, you know, that I can do some work, do some practice, and, you know, set stuff up for what's coming up around the bend. And there's a lot coming up around the bend. You know this. I do know this. And I just want to rewind just a little bit and mention uh, Dana, who is Suzanne's marketing uh, Guru. coach. Guru. Guru. <laughs> Guru. And she, her company is called Little Birdie Communications. And I know, I'm sure Josh will be listening and he'll be posting the link for us. So Yo, thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. So, yeah, so be open to opportunities. And those opportunities may not be musical opportunities, but this, the opportunity that I've gotten at K-Force, uh, well, through K-Force at PLS, is just absolutely amazing. It's exactly where I need to be at this exact moment in time. Um, you know, so that is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Oh, what a wonderful thing. Sorry, um, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So we have, um, so there are a lot of things that you can do to prepare and line things up. Um, the other thing, the, the last point that I would like to make 
is music is not a one-dimensional thing anymore. It's really not. So just because I'm working on an album doesn't mean the album is the only thing. Obviously, I have the Vibrant Chord Course out as well. Or it's, uh, we're working on another, we're working on an, on, on another uh, variation on the launch. So we're, we're it's, it's going to be out there for a while. But we have the course out, have the album coming. After the album, uh, there will be, well, books aren't necessarily part of the whole music thing, but um, one of my books is actually related to one of the other music projects I'm doing. So I'm actually doubling up on my uh, one set of research, two different projects. How's that? How's that for efficiency? Uh, Sounds pretty good to me. And I'm also going to be working on a, um, a licensing project here in a little bit. So I've got, I've got multiple streams of income planned for my music, my creative endeavors. And that's what you should be doing as well. You line up what you like to do. Okay. Not a lot of people like to teach. And there's a reason that not a lot of people like to teach. And that is that teaching is hard. Teaching is not easy. When I first started teaching, I was terrible. Oh, I was awful. I actually had to learn how to teach. Um, yeah, so teaching might not be your your gig, but certainly you can take some public domain music, rearrange it as an instrumental of some sort, and send it off to, you know, be licensed for, uh, you know, whatever instrumental, you know, for video games, for movies, for whatever. You, know, you can certainly take some of the half-baked ideas that you have on your hard drive where you have like a completely arranged chorus for something but you never develop the song and load it up onto like Rumblefish and get it licensed for YouTube micro licensing it's not gonna get you a ton of extra cash but it'll get you a few dollars here and there and that always helps you know there are of course, there's the album. You can do a crowdfunding campaign to, to, to kick in for the album. You can do... Uh, uh, I know we talked a little bit about Patreon. Neither one of us is really sold on the whole Patreon thing, but... Yeah, somehow that just went out the window. Right, but you have you know different platforms that you can crowdfund on. Uh, you could even... yeah if you're, if you're uncomfortable with Kickstarter or somebody else taking a percentage of your money, you can even try and you know, pre-sell your album on your own site. That's basically what crowdfunding is. And um, I think Marillion was one of the ones that started that back in the 90s, late 90s. Um, I remember we actually kicked in to help make the U.S. tour a reality that year. Um, so, and it was, it was actually a fan-initiated thing at that point. So, you know, you have opportunities to make money. Um, we talked about some of them uh, an episode or two ago uh, where, you know, I did arrangements and stuff like that for, for some extra cash and made some pretty decent money on it. But you have the opportunity now to make, make money in music in so many different ways. It does require being organized. Please refer to episode one. Um, <laughs> but it, my goodness, that seems like an eternity, doesn't it? You it think about does it? seem like an eternity ago, doesn't it? We're on episode, what, 20, 24, 24 25. 25, 26, 42. Well, we're in the 20s. Hot, hot. <laughs> we're in the 20s. 
we're in the 20s, so it's um, uh, mid-20s. And at one a week, that's 20-something weeks. That's like six months we've been on the air. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, this was it didn't turn out to be a podcast fade. It did. We <laughs> did not pod right. fade. There is no pod, pod fading fade. on Chatterbox. Oh, my goodness. Because Chatterbox rocks. That's right. That is right. And you right. can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash chatterbox rocks so i would love to know what you guys think about making the plunge i know i took the plunge i am so much happier for having taken the plunge it's just been an all-around great experience for me would love to hear from you guys i would even love to hear what your concerns are uh, and maybe we can help you work around them a little bit. It's not it's become easy... like a therapy group. <laughs> yes, this is and, like musicians therapy, right? And and the day that Liz or I become the voice of reason in any given crowd, you're doomed. Hey, speak for yourself. Okay, the day <laughs> the that dark I angel be... <laughs> has some pretty good advice. <laughs> the day that I become the voice of reason in any given crowd, you're doomed. <laughs> All right, I can get on board with that one. <laughs> that's because no, you've heard my advice well, uh i mean i know what's in that head and and sometimes it it's not pretty sometimes <laughs> this is true it's not pretty so um but yes we'd love to try and help you guys out with it uh it's not an easy plunge to make it's not an easy it's it's not an easy plunge to make it's not an easy decision to make and if when you have family and and things to pay for and school and things like that it's it's even more difficult but it's not impossible it is absolutely not impossible it takes some planning it takes some saving it takes a little bit of a mind shift uh, a, a a thought pattern shift and it takes being open to some things that may come down the pike at random times um, when Becca called me to say, Hey, we've got this opportunity for you. It's like, Oh really? Well, that's amazing because it couldn't come at a better time and I can make my own schedule. So that's, you know, the right opportunity popped in. Yes. It's still kind of a day job, but it's a temp day job. And it, like I said, it came in right at the right time, right at the right place. Well, I think there's probably going to be some questions coming our way. Um, I know I would have a lot of questions as far as just leaving your day job and, you know, really how one can survive outside of that. Because I can't remember the last time I didn't work. I've always worked. So it would be really strange for me to think of not going to work anymore. I mean, and just doing music full time. It would be really cool, but I, I just... Uh, oh, it yeah. is. It really is. <laughs> um, Stop and, and bragging. <laughs> no, this is great. I'm glad you've been able to... Oh, no, I know. I know. And you definitely sound a lot happier. And you're doing all of the things that you really want to be doing, which is great. And, of course, that's going to make you happier. So, all right. Oh. Well... Let's hope, let's get some comments in from you guys out there. Whoever's listening, let us know that you're listening and uh, comment either on our Facebook group page or you can also go to our websites 
and you can comment there. And, you know, I just want to give a shout out to our friend, awesome friend and musician, Brett Lloyd, um, who has joined our group. Thank you, Brett, for coming on board here with us, Chatterboxers. And guys, check him out. We are going to post his link as well. He's got um, a couple projects going on. He's go- he's under the name of Stickman No Charges Filed. That's his uh, one of his albums. And he's got another project that he does. It's called Dark Hearts Blues. And his singer is uh, Kimmy Weed. I believe that's her name. Anyway, we're going to post these links. And uh, again, thank you so much for coming into our group. And we hope you're having a good time. That's it. Are we done? We are done. All right. I am. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, my lovely and talented co-host, as always. Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll see you at the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Box for Chatterbox.